0: Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we've been revisiting all those amazing shows that only had one season. But today, amazingly enough, we're going to be bringing back The Hills Have Size because The Hills New Beginning started last night. Yep.
1: <laughs> and this is also our first um, don't sound so excited. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is also our first ever remote recording session
0: So it's a little Yes, I'm, I'm coming to you live from Rehoboth Beach I'm missing happy hour on my vacation To um, bring the hot boss to you guys About <laughs> um, all this amazing Hill stuff um, And by the way, I'm Frank President III And I'm Meredith Bradbeck. And um, let's get started Let's do it
1: Should we start with like overall impressions? What'd you think?
0: Were you excited, et cetera? I have a lot to say. I mean, I was really excited (laughs) for it. And by the way, the episode's called I Don't Hold Grudges, JK, Um, which Spencer said. Um, I was excited for it. I don't think it lived up to my expectations. So my friend Rachel watched it, um, tried to watch it, it at her hotel. She fell asleep. She didn't make it through. I personally found the after show to be more entertaining than the show. And I'm hoping that's just because they're setting things up for the season because the later the season looked really good.
1: Yes, I agree. And I think they set up some excitement at the end of the episode. You know, like they're all slowly arriving at... Stephanie's party. So That's Party. Yeah, hopefully that will get better. Do you actually want to go through it scene by scene like the old days?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll take that long because I mean, I took notes, I only have a page and a half. Now, I thought it was very interesting that Audrina seems to be the big fish in this pond.
1: Yes. Well, I also did some homework before we started New Beginnings and I caught up on Pratcast.
0: Oh, oh yeah. So please fill us in on Pratcast because I feel like that's the precursor to this. So you tell me what you learned.
1: Okay. So I actually think that Stephanie is going to become the, the queen. Okay. Um, and I think this is part of the reason that I found the episode a little boring as an old married person. I don't want to watch old married people on TV. (laughs) There's a lot of talk of relationships and babies and trying to do the right thing and all that stuff, and it's commendable and it's kind of nice that they are grown up now and most of them are doing really well, but it just wasn't that exciting. It wasn't. I things. think Stephanie.
0: No, no, go ahead. What were you saying?
1: And I think Stephanie becomes at the forefront because of this drama with Spencer and because she's going to be the wild one.
0: Oh, for sure. She's gonna be the
1: But I thought it was She's gonna be the
0: one going out on the town and stuff like but that. But I thought it was interesting that they were also almost making Audrina almost the narrator. I know. Like she seemed to be the new Lauren in this episode.
1: Yeah. Stephanie said on her podcast there is no narrator, so that may change episode to episode.
0: And then I thought it was interesting that they introduced them, like first we saw Audrina. Then we saw Stephanie, then Heidi and Spencer, then Justin Bobby, then Brody, then Misha, then Brandon Lee, and then Stephanie again. Yeah. Like in the beginning intro. Um, I also have a lot to say about everyone's faces. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I thought Adrena was the only one who hasn't had so much work done. And for the girls. Yes. Um, Adrena still looks like Adrena. I recognized her right away. Um, Stephanie is unrecognizable.
1: She looks like a Barbie doll. I mean, unrecognizable.
0: Yeah, I was watching it with my sister, and my sister, when they were showing the flashbacks, did not know it was the same person. No, she, I'm like, didn't she, believe when I told her, yeah, she person. looks
1: totally different. And Audrina, actually, I noticed right away, either from the narration or the very first scene, that her voice is really different. It's like she's grown into herself, and she's trying to sound like herself now. Like she wasn't throwing on this ditzy voice, maybe in a way that I really enjoyed.
0: It was less airy. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I mean it was more of an adult. Yeah, I mean I do think she's grown up. Um now the face that I found most traumatic for me personally was Whitney. Really? Well, because I love Whitney and I didn't think that she would fall victim to this. But she I didn't even recognize her when they were sitting in Audrina's, I'm like, who's that girl with them? And I'm like, holy shit, it's Whitney.
1: I could see that. I think maybe I see her pop up on Instagram pretty often. So I'm used to her face. I mean, maybe it's the
0: dark Um, hair, but like she looks different. Hmm.
1: I'll have to go back and like do some side-by-side photos. I I so wish we could have
0: watched it together. I do. (laughs) Um, no, I think Heidi looks better. Like in her confessional, I think she looks amazing. She does look
1: good. I couldn't get over so this opening scene at Audrina's house. We should really dive in. Yeah, yeah. Like... So it's like the they had a wardrobe department that were handing out jean jackets with sherling details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi was wearing one, and Whitney was wearing one, and Heidi had those
0: bright pink clunky sneakers on, which was an interesting and I... style choice or like I thought Heidi was all heels all the time so I was kind of shocked to see her in tennis shoes.
1: Well, I know that those big clunky tennis shoes are very trendy right now, but they're also very trendy to me anyway amongst a much younger crowd, like the Hailey Bieber, Kendall Jenner, Sophie Turner's of yeah. the world. <laughs> and Heidi's Heidi's not quite that that hip. So yep. they just kind of looked like sad mom sneakers in a really bright <laughs> color. Well, she was very um, much giving sad then, mom
0: vibes throughout the entire episode, so.
1: Yes. Uh, but actually, Audrina was the first one to cry. And as I read in a review
0: today, it was seven minutes into the episode. Well, I, I think it's very interesting they won't say Corey's name. I mean, he was Me on too. the fucking show. And they won- will not say his name.
1: I wonder if that's part of their ongoing legal issues. I don't or something. know. I'm, she was allowed to say her daughter's name too. And there was a custody battle. But I would her, think the so fact so that he know. was
0: on the show previously, he probably signed something that he can be talked about in perpetuity on the show. So I, I mean, maybe she right. can't say his name, but everyone else could. And no one did.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I noticed it too right away, and I thought it was really odd. And then Heidi cries because she struggles to leave Gunner.
0: Yeah, of course, because she's a <laughs> psycho. Um, I also need to sidebar that I want to bang Whitney's husband.
1: Oh, Timmy?
0: Yeah, I he's a cutie. Okay. I don't share that, but... <laughs> I didn't make he would, but we have very different tastes, but I think he's a cutie. It's um, true. And I don't know. So, that you know, they, they come over. Heidi comes over. Whitney comes over to help Audrina ostensibly unpack her new house. Um, and then Heidi pops champagne and they sit in the backyard and talk about her no-named husband. I don't know if I can go down the Audrina-Justin-Bobby road again. I know. It's so annoying that they are pretending like it's real and like it was real last time when they have said repeatedly that it was not. I know. It's However, really distracting. It's annoying. It right? is.
1: And why can't she just flirt with someone new? Why can't they put her with a new cast member?
0: I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they wanted to bring Justin Bobby back in some capacity, but like, why can't he just be her friend?
1: Yeah. Or he's friends with Brody. Yeah. Well, but not really. He's been part of the country the whole time. Yeah, and touring well, with the female. extended pre the extended preview showed um, him having a thing with Stephanie. Oh, I know. I mean,
0: I just can't believe we're going down that road again. Like that, they're yeah. I mean, it's just it's annoying that they're using the same. File.
1: Whitney had my line of the scene about Justin, though. She said, "Well, you know what you can get from Justin, so you
0: might as well get it." <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I just when when she started talking and they were like, "Oh, Justin called," I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we're doing this again."
1: Yeah. Apparently, I don't know if that, I wonder if that's real because I remember the news articles after she announced her divorce and then she said something like she actually, someone asked, have you heard from your old castmates? And she said, actually, Justin
0: reached out to me. Oh, I think it's real that he reached out to her. And we do know that they were actually very good friends. I'm not buying this relationship bullshit again.
1: Yeah I know and like the, you're right They could just have dinner yeah. as
0: friends And it's fine We don't need to go down this road yeah. again um, So then we finish that stuff And then we see Stephanie Arriving allegedly from yeah. England um, Looking like British Barbie With her pink
1: Burberry or whatever yeah, that was and
0: someone else's face On her
1: And someone else's um, face And Frankie is her friend since when are she and Frankie Delgado friends? Yeah. Okay. That was my number one takeaway. And he even says, my party friend is back. When? Since when? Excuse me? I don't know. I don't know. And then she says that she doesn't have an accent because
0: her brother makes well, fun of her. We'll take that as a plus. She did. which I guess. But
1: the whole world would make fun of you, Stephanie.
0: It comes in and out sometimes just when she says like London like yeah she says when she says
1: she's something. London she
0: says London like it's spelled with two 100 instead of O's um so that <laughs> so then we go to Spencer and Heidi and this is where I thought Heidi was so good in confessional
1: yes but my first note says what the fuck is this scene in the Pratt house with the lingerie and the bathtub and the glasses of wine and the wine glass um, that says so Daddy. I, by
0: the way, I still have um, guacamole on my "Pride Daddy shirt. I'm still depressed about it. <laughs> um, it was my go-to's. Um, so, my, again, I watched this with my sister, who's never watched The Hills ever, any of them. and She does know who the players are a little bit. And she was literally dying. She's like, what is happening right now? That scene, I'm like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I like that you could see the hummingbird feeders.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I had to explain to her about his love of hummingbirds. I also like that they're frequently wearing giant crystals around their necks.
1: Always, always. Yeah. and their refrigerator is also covered in crystal magnets. Which, yes, I I don't. Is the
0: refrigerator evil or <laughs> maybe maybe Zul lives I don't know. Yeah. Um. She. I also Spencer had some wonky either Botox or Dysport done because when he raises his forehead like only part of it moves like above and a little bit to the right and left of his eyebrows moves for like an inch above his eyebrows and then nothing above that. It's weird. Like whoever huh. does his injections is like doing weird things.
1: <laughs> I should try and screen grab that for the Instagram.
0: <laughs> I was going to, it was strange. Cause I was like, eh. cause I know cause I've had it before when I had it done. I mean, I get it done every four months, but when I went to a, a I go to a great doctor now, but when I went to another doctor, he did too much and my forehead would only move where I'm bald. (laughs) Like so the whole forehead wouldn't move. And then the little parts for like my hair is receding would move. And it was really weird and fucked up looking. And that's what this was like, except way further down his head.
1: (laughs) Well, this is also where I noticed, and I think I noticed it in the intro. I was just trying to roll with it as long as possible, how much they're making the show look like Siesta Key now like the production is really different than it used to be. And I feel like we had so many shots of them picking up a lipstick or just like Heidi in the bathtub. Like it was all just build up like a music video.
0: Which surprises me because it's supposed to be the production team from Real Hostos of Beverly Hills.
1: Well, and I feel like the show could have been a classic half hour if they cut out all that crap.
0: Oh, for sure. There, I mean, this show should have been a half an hour.
1: Yeah. So then they start talking about how Spencer's going out with the boys and Heidi lets him know that his curfew is still midnight. And then Spencer talks about how Brody ghosted him for his wife.
0: Well, both and, he and Brody say about the other that they went off the grid and use that exact yes. same phrase for both of them. Use yes.
1: And my note was that didn't Spencer ghost everyone for Heidi
0: well and that's the thing that's annoying that makes no sense is they're acting like Spencer ghosted recently or went off the grid recently when in actuality he and Brody haven't talked since Hills number one yeah I know Well, and then did we did you get the notes about Costa Rica
1: yeah, I, I when they showed those old pictures of them in Costa Rica, I had forgotten what they looked like. Uh,
0: yeah, the guns and the arrests and all—it was just like, oh, we moved to Costa Rica to get away from everything. It failed to say what happened. All the terrible stuff that happened in Costa Rica.
1: I yeah, and they no, you really... didn't. You had to
0: come back because you had gun charges.
1: Right. And they're really good at kind of doing that Sheena Marie thing where they're like, life is but a dream. Everything's perfect. It's like, you can just be honest. People might like you more if you are. It's okay. And is that the house that Spencer's parents bought for them?
0: Yes. In L.A. Yeah, it is not. Okay, it's in L.A. They moved to L.A. That was the thing because they had been staying in the parents beach house for what, seven years or whatever. Um, and then the parents bought them yeah. a house. So this is the house the parents bought them.
1: Okay. That actually looks like that is their house too. Like they're filming oh, yeah. at their
0: own home, which is Why? Me. Oh, cause it's not a fake house. You mean?
1: Yeah. And like the old Hills apartments and stuff, you know, like I didn't think that, I didn't know that I expected it, but I was still surprised when I saw the hummingbird feeders and like some of the artwork on the walls, I was like, Oh, that's their real house.
0: Like the exterior shots may not be their real house, but I think the interiors always are. Cause even the Kardashians, they film the actual interiors of their house. It's just the exteriors are all fake. Yeah. So we didn't have the exterior when they did yeah, like the wide shots, but
1: Yeah. Well, are you ready to go to Hyde? Always. Boys?
0: I love Hyde. I was excited when they showed it. I know. And Brody is still so hot. So hot. Although we need to talk about his stupid YOLO hand tattoo. Actually, all his fucking hand tattoos. I,
1: I have a huge note about his hand tattoos when he's later having breakfast with his wife.
0: The most egregious, though, is the YOLO on his, the side.
1: It's so bad.
0: Yeah, it's really it- bad.
1: That actually, when I saw him like put, I think he leaned his head on his hand and I saw them. That's the only thing that made him less
0: attractive physically. And I don't even like, I don't mind a back of the hand tattoo as long as it's not YOLO, but the fingers is a bit much. I know. I know.
1: And he's such a beautiful man.
0: He just is. Um, Oh, and we need to talk about the fact that at Hyde, it was Brody, Frankie and Spencer.
1: Yes. And Frankie looks the same, but just an older, more bloated version of himself, which I think we can all relate to, I suppose. (laughs) I thought Frankie actually looked better
0: than he used to. He looks happier. Yeah, but I mean, he's
1: like thrown into
0: his face a little bit. I thought Frankie looked good for Frankie.
1: No, and I think I think Frankie's one of the people that is doing really well. Like his club promoting and stuff like that, he's really come up and he's got a really pretty wife. I think they have two daughters. I think
0: Frankie's doing he, great. They, Brody said he has two kids, and Brody made it sound like he owned clubs now. Not just promoting, but club owner. He might. Yeah, he
1: might. Um, and I also died laughing when Brody, when Frankie told Brody that the club thought when Caitlyn Jenner was coming in tonight that it meant that was his and not I was
0: absolutely dying like absolutely I also (laughs) didn't realize I mean I knew they were both named Caitlyn but that he and Caitlyn have been together four and a half years so that means that they'd been together when Bruce oh yeah decided to become Kate, like, why would you name yourself after your son's girlfriend? Um,
1: I don't know. Was that did Bruce ever say why he chose the name Caitlyn? Maybe that was the name he always used historically and liked it.
0: No, 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 it wasn't. He just like picked it from what I, if I from what I remember correctly. Oh, interesting. He just liked the way it sounded.
1: Well, they both spell it in weird ways, and my phone hates both of them. So, agreed. <laughs> And Brody doesn't drink hard booze anymore, according to him.
0: Yes, but still stays out till six in the morning, and so whatever.
1: And slept in his truck to avoid his wife, but we'll talk about that later.
0: I also, I get really annoyed with people who get on the whole, like, I don't drink hard alcohol bandwagon, because I can get just as fucked up, if not more so, on beer and wine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm actually more drunk on two glasses of, like, sparkling rosé than I would be on two box sodas. So I, I don't get that.
1: I think it depends. I, usually, I try and avoid hard stuff if I know I'm going to be having wine afterwards. Like, I used to be a big fan of having a cocktail before a bottle of wine at a dinner or something like that. And I feel like now it puts me two laps ahead of where I need to be. So I try and just stick to one lane.
0: No but I feel like I Brody was throwing it like, I don't drink hard alcohol. Like, I don't party. Like, I, like, I oh, have a Oh, yeah, occasion. he was. That's what he was implying. And I did not care for it.
1: No. And then later in the episode, it got blown out of the water.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. And they're, they're all talking about married life and how it has its ups and downs and duh. So do relationships in general. I don't, I didn't find any of the married conversations interesting.
0: I was out. I mean, it was just like.
1: Yeah. And then Stephanie is, they talk about Stephanie being back and how they're having a party for her And then Spencer says that things were fine with them until Stephanie gave interviews when she was in London. And I don't know if that's true or not.
0: Not sure there is a way to know. I don't know. I mean, because the narrative here is apparently all season is going to be depending on who you talk to. Either Stephanie is crazy and making shit out of nothing or Heidi and Spencer are crazy and making shit out of nothing. So I guess it's just who you choose to believe. Yeah. I choose to believe Stephanie
1: as of now, I think. Me too. Well, I think they're they're all decently full of it. But I think the way that, like in the after show, when Spencer and Heidi were sort of pretending things were great in that creepy, obvious way he does, yeah, it makes me side with her more because it makes me feel like Spencer and Heidi are a little more
0: delusional well, or they're trying to put on a front more than they're Stephanie calculated is? and Stephanie is not Stephanie yeah. is too not smart and she's not calculated like she doesn't she's too not smart and she's too crazy to be as calculated as they are so I think if she I think that things happened I think when they were saying oh we would have a great time with her and then she'd go home to London and say shit about us in the press and we couldn't figure out what's going on I don't believe that for a minute. I think they were being shitty to her. <laughs> I think things did go on. Yeah. And I think maybe from their twisted perspective, they didn't do anything to her, but I'm sure they did.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then before we leave Hyde, we get this tidbit that, and it's where the episode title comes from when Brody or Spencer says he doesn't hold grudges. JK, I definitely do is that he was not invited to Brody's Indonesia. And neither wedding. was Frankie. Right. It was family only. And I don't think 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 you guys were even talking
0: when Brody got married.
1: No. why Did you be invited to his wedding? I don't know. And then Brody said on the after show that they had a party when they got back to LA. Yeah. So, I mean, I, as someone who did that too, I don't, (laughs) I can't be mad at it. You know, I
0: think. Well, and then he said um, in the after show, he said that neither his father nor his stepfather came. Right. Actually did have, so is he talking about David Foster? Um, it must be.
1: Right. Cause Linda's not married, right?
0: No, it has to be David Foster.
1: Yeah, it might be. I think there's still. It had, in to touch.
0: Caitlin, it had to be Caitlin and David Foster that didn't show up.
1: Yeah. Well, I know that Caitlin didn't.
0: For a fact, but as a stepfather, it has to be David. I mean, because he really, I mean, he grew up with David, so it would make sense that he'd invite him to the wedding.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, Linda was definitely there. I don't think any of the Kardashians went. Um, I think, I'm not sure who of them were invited um, because they, he and Kim had a weird fight because Caitlyn, his wife at the time, girlfriend, was not invited to her and Kanye's wedding.
0: I could see Brody inviting Kylie and Kendall,
1: I think that's I think that was the case, and not the other, but i yeah, I don't know that they went though, yeah, I think Kylie was pregnant at the time, maybe, or she had a newborn either way,
0: um, but either way, Spencer's healthy about then, it, and he's going to hold the grudge forever,
1: clearly, so then Audrina has it's another one of those Hills moments where they are pretending they have a meal together, but I guess, no, they had drinks. They ordered drinks,
0: um, with Stephanie At citizen of Beverly Hills.
1: Oh, good for you. I was struggling to grab locations and I rewound a few times. I think I got them all. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. This digital cable thing was giving me a bit of a run around. I can't, I can't lie. Um, I thought they both looked great in this scene, despite Stephanie having the face of a stranger. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Stephanie looks It's not that she looks
0: bad. She just doesn't look like no. Stephanie. She looks very pretty. I'm not saying right. she doesn't look pretty. She's very pretty. She just does not look like it's like when Jennifer Grey got that nose job. Like she does not look like the same person.
1: I know, but they were both dressed down kind of casual like and it actually looked like what would happen if you just met someone for a drink really, you know, on the spur of the moment kind of thing. And I like seeing the cast like that. I think Audrina is such a hot T-shirt and blue jeans girl, too. Like, I've always liked her a little bit dressed down. I thought she looked great. And then Stephanie says she wanted to move back to L.A. for Spencer because they were so close growing up. Just say you move back for the fucking show. And that's where I know. And that's where Stephanie really loses me. I don't think they were ever that close.
0: I really don't either. I mean, maybe when they were like elementary school age. When they were real little. Like but I but I would think by middle school he was being a monster to her. Cause we know that by high school he was.
1: Yeah. Right. And then when Stephanie first appeared on the Hills, they were not super tight. No. Uh uh-uh. uh.
0: I know. No, not at all. Um, my favorite part of this conversation, though, was when I Adrena, Adrena is getting upset and she just says, like, I never thought that, like, at this age, I would be divorced with a child. Like you told me 10 years ago. And I wrote, really, Adrina?" Because I knew it. I knew before you ever <laughs> even had a boyfriend that you'd be divorced one day. You're probably going to be divorced a couple times. I'm going to give her at least another divorce. I say two yeah. divorces.
1: Yeah, so she says that, you know, with her ex, she was so isolated and depressed, she lost 20 pounds, and then she decided to get married only because she
0: was pregnant, is basically what she says. Which is really sad. I mean, the whole thing is sad. It is sad. I thought she was in love with Corey. I didn't realize she was marrying him just because she was pregnant.
1: Well, and they were together for a long time, off and on, but a long time.
0: But it sounds like he was crazy and abusive, and she... Maybe not any longer, yeah. but she seems like someone who would have been very susceptible to that. And That's not true. getting no, and herself I, from that kind of situation, so...
1: Yeah, and I think that came up in some of their custody battle stuff, too. Like, I think he's kind of a rageaholic. Oh, and that sure. would explain why she was isolated. Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, yeah. it's sad.
1: which I is really sad. her
0: and for the daughter. I mean, the yeah. daughter's name is Kira, which was living in John's name and Xanadu, so I do
1: that right. yeah and she also said that the her daughter is almost three yeah which felt i she's older than i guess and this was filmed in the fall so i was kind of surprised not that i know the age of audrina's child but it surprised <laughs> me anyway and then we go back to spencer and heidi's house and they are drinking the biggest glasses of wine i've ever seen and they both hold wine glasses like Cavemen. Oh, I
0: wasn't even noticing. How to they hold them? <laughs> they were both. They were
1: holding them with like a death grip, like like it was a precious cargo. And the glasses look so heavy, which a lot of wine glasses can be heavy. It usually means they're cheaper. They're ironically more durable, though. So a lot of people have them. But they were both gripping them to death. Well, I think for Heidi, <laughs> that's something only someone married to a wine well. I guy think would to notice. Heidi, it is
0: her lifeline to the world. She is. We, we know she's an alcohol problem. Um, I think wine is her life. So I'm sure she death rip on it. Yeah. Um I uh, the only thing I wrote about this boring bullshit is that Heidi is crazy vis-a-vis gunner. Like she Queen helicopter mom, can't leave him for five minutes, is insane.
1: She cried a second time at the 29 minute mark. (laughs) I was typing it. And then they're talking about how they're not excited to see Stephanie. And Heidi checks the baby monitor, and I noticed this, and you can see Gunner sleeping, but then there was a sound edit to make it sound like he was crying, and she says, oh, that's Gunner, I have to go check, and that's how they ended the scene, but if you look at the monitor, Oh my gosh, I can't fine. believe you picked
0: up on that, I didn't even notice it.
1: I meant to rewind and watch it again,
0: but I'm pretty sure he was just sleeping in his crib. Um, no, I I believe it. Well, and then, of course, um, she was like, don't touch my wine. And Spencer's like, oh, we'll see if that happens. It might not be there when you get back. I'm sure you guys have a thousand bottles yeah. of wine in that house. All you do is <laughs> sit around and drink and stare at your goddamn baby. And Snapchat. Yeah, and Snapchat. Yeah, we didn't see any burritos. We didn't see any espresso. So, like, we just did the hummingbird but... I did
1: really... I know. I did appreciate his Hawaiian. Like, oh my god, I loved it. Shirt, yeah, though. I loved it. Yeah, you should ask him where he got that. That to me, it looked like something
0: you would wear to the beach. Um, I have a whole closet full of them here. That I'm yeah, wearing similar.
1: <laughs> um. So then we go to Brody and Caitlin's house in
0: Malibu, and all I wrote, was which boring, is boring, d- fake drama.
1: Yeah, it was boring and fake. Their Although, house is really cute, though. I have
0: a little aside, and I don't know because so Heather Gloom Cookie, um, and she publicly tweeted that she was DMing me dirt, and then she DMed it to me. So I don't Ooh. I? I'm assuming I can't post it. Heather, you'll have to let me know. I'm not going to. Um, I'm only going to talk in vague terms about it because Heather did not say, and I forgot to ask what I was and was not allowed to say, but let's just say that Brody is 100% cheating on Caleb.
1: Oh, that doesn't surprise me. And I think they've given interviews about how they have an open relationship. Really? It comes up later. I saw the extended, like in the extended preview, somebody, one of them yells at the other. You said we have an open relationship. Um, back when Brody had his sex podcast that we thought was still ongoing and only had four episodes or something, there were Uh phases of his relationship with her where they were open or they talked about how much they love threesomes or whatever. Okay.
0: Well, this is a little less scandalous than, but he, the person he hooked up with, he didn't treat very well. Let's just leave it at that. And then Heather, you let me know if I'm allowed to reveal the full story. And if so, I will next week.
1: That doesn't surprise me, but it does make me sad that, I mean, of course he's a womanizing dick. He's, he, I mean, yeah. Um, so the main takeaway here is that Caitlin's upset that Brody's partying too hard. And for someone who said he doesn't really party anymore and isn't into hard alcohol, I'm guessing this scene was probably more accurate. And he ended up sleeping in his car in the driveway and it's stopped bad. stealing Jack's Taylor's moves, Brody. <laughs> That's so, Jax Taylor, season one. We all know it.
0: Well, and what I don't get is, and another thing that we kind of haven't dealt with, and they 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 seem to be doing this again on the hills, is everyone just fucking drunk driving everywhere again? Yeah, I guess so. Because uh, he worked, and then he came home at six in the morning, and then slept in his truck. Like I, if you come home at six in the morning, you're not sober. I mean, maybe you've done enough coke to think you're okay to drive.
1: Or he was driven home and then just like got yelled at and went to sleep in another car. Maybe,
0: but they all also like, they drove to hide. They, you know, I mean, Heidi drove to our and they're drinking bottles of champagne. Like they, I love it in the Hills. They do like everyone just allegedly drinks and drives. Like that's, what it seems to me.
1: I know. And so Caitlin is serving Brody scrambled eggs on a single piece of toast. And it must be super filling because they both stop after
0: about one bite. Oh, and he goes to drink some champagne because he's hungover.
1: Right, because she starts talking about wanting to have kids. Yeah.
0: But he says that he's hungover. And he's like, I need some champagne. I'm going to have some. And she doesn't have any. But I guess it means he's drinking yeah. the whole bottle. Does it go bad? I don't know.
1: I guess so. <laughs> so then we meet Brandon Lee.
0: Who, who knew how much money? I mean, I guess he's a bigger model than I thought because that house was gorgeous.
1: Yeah, it was big. Very big. Um, I mean, it could be too that his parents helped him, you know, buy a house in Malibu because that's not a bad investment. I don't
0: know. No, I mean when his mom showed up, they were acting like it was his money that he got from working. That's true.
1: Um and Brody and calls bad, him. Yeah, like right. And Brody calls him to wake him up and he's or he's just woken up and it's noon. And he says that he has mom and son obligations. And then Pamela Anderson arrives on the scene.
0: Y'all, I got so fucking excited. It was my favorite Me. part of the whole episode. It was my favorite
1: part of the episode by a landslide. And then he says, I don't get to see my mom that much because she moved to France when Trump got elected. And she became a queen forever.
0: Yet yeah. again." That's- I love Everything about this scene. I was leery about Brandon being on the show. I knew he was a little crazy, but if you're bringing me Pamela Anderson, I'm all over it.
1: Yep. Same. And then she starts immediately going through his kitchen cabinets like a
0: mother and telling him not to eat Lucky Charms. And they, <laughs> she sages his undercarriage, which I loved. I want to be yep. by Pamela Anderson. Like where did I sign up for that? Now, the only thing I have an issue with with this is again, to me, it seems very manufactured because Brandon and Brody are what? Yes. 13 years apart? Yeah.
1: But they've been friends forever. Yeah.
0: And I'm supposed to believe that? Like, what?
1: I know. He did not look cute when Pamela came over. And to be fair, he did say he had just woken up, but I find him cuter in his confessionals. I wouldn't say he's hot, but he's definitely cuter. Like, I get them. I, I see the model vibe.
0: Well, I think that what we're getting now is because it's the production team from the Houses of Beverly Hills, when they're doing their confessionals, I bet it's full hair and makeup.
1: Yeah. And I think it's the shape of his mustache that doesn't sit well with me. You know, like he's a little too cool for me with his facial hair, but he's definitely an attractive kid. It's, I didn't like
0: the you frosted know. hair.
1: In those. Yeah. Because very... in the conventional,
0: it's, it's, it's natural color and it looks much better.
1: It's actually kind of a throwback to <laughs> the early yeah. hills. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, by the way... I forgot to mention that the episode, the most recent episode of Prattcast, Jason Waller and his wife were on, and they will be on the hills soon. Oh um, but they weren't in this first episode. Yeah, and Jason is going to be competing with Brody over who is hottest. He looks so good. Uh, always right now. has.
0: I've always been on board that train.
1: I'm. I've changed course, and I'm. I'm on it big time now. I like now. to get on the ground floor. <laughs> I know. You're you're ahead of me. It's okay. You often <laughs> are. So, then we get to meet the other new cast member, Misha Barton. And I found this transition even more
0: manufactured than the one with... Oh! Barton. Way more. It was the fakest bunch of bullshit I've ever seen.
1: So, Misha Barton is quote-unquote an old friend of Stephanie's. And Stephanie's explanation in her confessional is like, oh, just from being out in LA. Bullshit. I mean, I
0: think she's implying that when Marcia, when I, Misha I was like a party person, but I doubt she was hanging out with Stephanie Pratt back then.
1: Yeah, Stephanie was Spencer Pratt's little sister back when Misha Barton was all the hotness.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would believe it if it was Paris Hilton or Nicole Ritchie or Lindsay Lohan or, you know, any of those people. Oh my God. Which by the way, quick sidebar, y'all. Very exciting news that dropped today. I posted on Twitter. Allegedly, according to BuzzFeed, they are rebooting The Simple Life with Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. Whoa. We will be covering that, trustably.
1: <laughs> Sounds good to me. I used to love The Simple uh, Life. Yeah. So Misha doesn't you know she doesn't look bad but she doesn't look her best self I would say. She looks healthy though hey, which I'm happy yeah. about and I feel like in recent years she's struggled with some issues so I'm happy that she looks better. But the funny thing is is that I'm not talking about her body at all and I feel like I'm talking about her hair color. And I was curious for your thoughts on it because I feel like her hair color in this scene is what I fear about my own hair color. In that it looked very flat to me, and it made her look old. Oh, something about the '70s waves in the monotone brown just looked like it made her look kind of matronly. It's
0: because I believe that's her natural color. I don't think she's coloring it.
1: Right, but that now I'm questioning my hair. First,
0: is color. darker, <laughs>
1: and if I, yeah, it is darker. darker. And I think she was also wearing some sort of silk or like she was wearing something shiny that also looked kind of 70s with the wavy hair and maybe that's why she looked a little
0: matronly too she looked of a time to me yeah i mean (laughs) and her face is fuller i don't know and the way she was dressing it was just a whole thing
1: yeah and they i feel like they showed her car as much as they showed her face she
0: looked like she should have been a cast member on american woman Yes, yes. That's what she looked like. Yes,
1: thank you. It looked a little out of step. Yeah. And then she revisits, you know, all of her trials and tribulations, and I'm I'm bummed that this Perez Hilton thing is getting made into a plot line
0: and he's gonna be in the next episode. I'm only gonna be bummed <sighs> if they patch things up. I want her to rip him a new asshole. I hate that motherfucker.
1: I know, and I feel bad for her because he was really awful to her, but he was so awful to everyone. And I just, to even give him a chance to apologize to her on this rebooted show bugs but me. But it doesn't go
0: well. I mean, I hope they because you saw the clip when he was like, he immediately gets mad when she yeah. will to accept his apology. And fuck you, dude. You shit on her for years. And then just because you swear on your kids, yeah. like, fuck you. I hate him. I know I do too. And the fact that
1: Spencer and Heidi are still friends with him, that says a lot about to me. all of them, you know, they, yeah. And like back in the day, I suppose they were smart to befriend him because he was so mean to everybody except them. But that still speaks to who they are, that they saw this person being such an asshole and they're like, Oh, let's be his friend. So he's not an yeah. asshole to us. And it's like, no, wait for him to go down in flames because he's terrible. So I'm not excited for that, and she and Stephanie kind of have like a a tragedy off, you know. Like <laughs> Misha talks about, you know, the, her most recent issue with I don't even remember what it was. The neighbors, no, was revenge porn, and the well, the revenge porn thing. But wasn't she picked up because of what happened with the outdoor camera in someone's backyard, or was it her oh, I own don't know. yard?
0: story about the revenge there was some ex-boyfriend. Issue there. Right.
1: And then that's why she moved to New York and Stephanie talks about how she overdosed while shoplifting. First
0: of all, I did not know that part of the story. I knew she was on drugs and shoplifted. I didn't realize she OD'd in the store.
1: Me either. And then my cable cut out so I didn't get to finish the end of the scene but I assumed it was just like a musical outro. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no.
0: Did I... What I miss the um oh oh I thought you meant the end of the show no 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 the no 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 there was just she I was they showed some like you know articles from this alleged wall shop right, right. and then the revenge for it and that was kind of it
1: okay then that was my last note perfect well I thought I didn't realize that she woke up in the hospital handcuffed no all
0: of that was brand new information to me
1: that would be so insanely scary.
0: I can't imagine that. No, I, I mean either. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. So then we see Audrina go on a date with Justin. Well, first of all, I got very excited because because
0: she was talking to Casey in the car. Yeah. Sister Casey. So that was exciting. Yeah. Um, they go to Fig and Olive, which is apparently where everyone in L.A. loves to film.
1: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me though. Isn't that where James Kennedy paid for lunch for his family?
0: I believe so. It's also where Stassi went on a date with Patrick. Like, I mean, The Housewives have been there multiple times. I don't know. Like, they must have signed some yeah. kind of deal with the devil with like all reality show people. Like, come film here. I'm really surprised.
1: Yeah, and, it's and a I thing. think
0: The Housewives of Potomac have filmed at the one in D.C. If I remember correctly, at some point.
1: Probably, probably. So you know, they have this old Justin and Audrina dynamic about, you know, are you seeing anyone? We always have chemistry. I saw you in New York, et cetera, et cetera. But I think we should just talk about Justin and how he looks. (laughs) Because I don't, I don't care about the fake chemistry dynamic.
0: So I was a little, I was saying I was a little disappointed that in the after show um, he's, it's apparent that he's growing his hair back out again. I liked it a little shorter.
1: Me too. And I thought overall, he looks good because like Brody, he's just a, he's a beautiful man. He is undeniably attractive. This is just not my favorite length of hair on him. And I sent my friend a screenshot of him at Fig and Olive because she said, how's JB looking? And he did not, he looked a little worse for wear in this scene in particular. He looked a little better when he was surfing with Brody. Oh,
0: for sure. But I still thought he looked really good. And I think he looks a little bit like Paul Rudd.
1: I could see with that. With the shorter
0: hair. But um, I wasn't, other than him being hot as fuck, I was not into their conversation because I think it's bullshit.
1: Yeah, Same.
0: I literally was just like, I can't believe we're Same. going down this road I, again. I do not want to deal with this bullshit, which was a bummer.
1: No, I would rather see Audrina be honestly single. Yeah,
0: I want to see
1: finger banging Audrina. Better. Just like I know. Um. So then i I have a note about the commercial, and I was curious if you saw it. Saw it. This, I guess, it was a weird McDonald's commercial. I started watching it about um,
0: um, fifteen minutes in, so I could fast forward through the commercials.
1: Okay, so there was this weird kind of—it it was almost like one of those Real Housewives commercials where it's in the episode in a weird way. Okay, but it was with Greta Titelman and this young man whose name I didn't catch, and it ended up being an ad for McDonald's and. Greta Titleman actually has a weird Hills connection because she was one of Lowe's best friends and did Lowe's podcast with her.
0: Oh, I don't know who Greta Titleman is.
1: So she's friends with Jilly Hendrix and Lowe, and those are the three women who did um, oh, her. La- the Lady Lovin' Lady podcast. Lo- yeah. But I I just thought it was really funny to suddenly watch her appear in this
0: mid-Hills commercial. Oh, weird. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And she's
1: trying to be a comedian, I think. So, yeah, I'm curious to read more about that. And I'll try and do a social media deep dive on her because it's been a while. And I gave up that podcast a while ago. So then, oh, yeah. Okay. So then we get this sort of intercut scene of Justin surfing with Brody and then Caitlin and Audrina at the pool. Yeah. Where which pool were they at the roosevelt i believe so it looked like the roosevelt to me that's one i rewound and i tried to see it and they They never said
0: but i'm just assuming it was the roosevelt
1: yeah and audrina's i think it was a nice little hills throwback and audrina said it's good to be back or something like that um so audrina talks about how caitlin has definitely tamed brody and they, Audrina and Caitlin became friends because Brody and her ex are friendly. And Caitlin also says that, again, this is going to be her whole storyline, that she really wants a baby. And, you know, Brody doesn't want the responsibility, but she doesn't o- feel overwhelmed by the idea. And it doesn't bother her that he doesn't want to do anything, basically.
0: Yeah, I was I was staring at Justin Bobby during his scenes and I was staring at the people in the background during the pool, but like not really into what either of them were saying.
1: I know. And so then the boys on the beach are talking about how's that married thing going? When was the last time you hooked up with Audrina? You know, lame, lame, lame. And Caitlin says to Audrina, the best rebounds are always
0: exes. So let's get Ryan Cabrera in here then. Like bring him, I I, we follow him on Twitter. He's doing nothing. Bring him in. That's <laughs> just for Ryan. I know. I know. Um, then we're back to Heidi and Spencer and we meet. And this is,
1: this is pretty much our final scene is like everyone getting ready for Stephanie's party.
0: Yes. So yeah, everyone's getting ready and for Stephanie's th- party.
1: And this was the most Siesta Key scene of everything. We saw that shot of Audrina picking up different pieces of makeup like four times. Yeah, It was really, really annoying. And Spencer and Heidi have a personal assistant.
0: Well, no, it was just Spencer. So Jar, J-A-I-R, Spencer's yeah. personal assistant, which I don't understand because they showed him cutting his hair. And Spencer Snapchats his amazing barber that he loves all the time. So I don't know why they're trying to perpetrate like this guy's cutting his hair. And then Abby, who is Gunnar's assistant.
1: Oh, they call, (laughs) I didn't catch her title. They call her Gunner's Gunner's assistant assistant and not the nanny.
0: She is is Gunner's assistant. That
1: is so gross. Ay vey. And Heidi again is like helicopter momming and won't let, you know, Gunner stand on his own for five seconds. And they admit that they invited Perez Hilton to Stephanie's party. And we see Misha hear that from Audrina in Audrina's bathroom somewhere. No explanation of how Misha and Audrina are friends, by the way. Nope. But they're good enough to suddenly get dressed and do their makeup together. Yep. And we see Stephanie getting ready by herself. And she's wearing a, I kind of like her pretty pink party dress. It's not my personal style, but I like it. It is. She really is going for this Barbie look and I'm,
0: I'm not I hating it like on the her. of it. You liked the pink of it? The color was fine. I don't know. I liked the pink of it. I just didn't like the shape of the dress. It was,
1: yeah, it was, I mean, it was all ruffles all the time. And it also was such a stark contrast to how thin she is now. Yeah. Like, it was like a poofy, ruffly (laughs) pink ball with like four twigs sticking out. (laughs) And a lot of lip gloss on the top.
0: Well and honestly they're all of their faces look so fucked up cuz they're so thin except I mean Adrena, too but it makes Misha because I don't think she's had any work done it makes her face look fat even though it's not Yeah cuz they all have these weird pointy overly thin yeah. faces
1: And then we kind of slowly see everybody arriving at this party yeah
0: we don't Which uh, next sequel? We'll... Yeah that's that's where it left it off And then we And then we got a bunch of scenes from the upcoming season. So definitely there's the Misha fighting with Perez, which I guess we'll get to see next week. Um, They imply that Stephanie, that Audrina thinks Stephanie is fucking Justin Bobby. Um, There's Brody and Caitlin drama. And then Spencer, Heidi, Stephanie drama. Yep. I mean. And then I don't know if the after show is going to be every week or not.
1: Stephanie on her podcast said it's not. That it's going to be... It was for this first episode only.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say, I can't believe they got Michael Strahan every week. Like, that was a pretty big get.
1: Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. And I thought it was interesting that Spencer and Heidi did it virtually.
0: Well, wasn't Heidi sick? I'm air quoting. Yeah,
1: that's what they said, but... I'm still, I would have guessed that they would have loved an opportunity to go to New York and be at MTV and cross promote themselves and do all these other things.
0: Oh, no, I think it was a power move on their part. It's, could be like so a, they could control the narrative more. And if they wanted to be done be like, we're out.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: And that way, Heidi wouldn't have to leave Gunner.
1: Yeah. Stephanie said on her podcast, too, that a lot of the press that they did that they divided them into two groups. There was like group A and group B, so that Stephanie wouldn't be with
0: Heidi and Spencer. Well, and the weird thing is there were people on the stage that we haven't even met yet.
1: Oh yeah, Jason and his wife. Yeah. And Frankie's wife. Yeah. Isn't that who Jennifer was? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. And they didn't really introduce them, did they?
0: No, they didn't. Because my sister was like, who are these people? We didn't see them in that episode. You just made me watch. What's going on?
1: Interesting. Well, then I wonder if they filmed the after show once, but it's going to be after each episode, like one filming. But I don't know. Maybe Stephanie could be wrong about that on her podcast. Honestly,
0: I would not be surprised.
1: Part of the reason that she has Wells and her producer on every episode is that she truly needs them. Yeah yeah um well that's it you guys yeah and thanks for putting up with our first ever remote episode not not flawless but not bad yeah no
0: <laughs> it works well although um i do need to go eat because i've now devoted two and a half hours of my vacation to the hills <laughs> <laughs> that
1: sounds good to me and hopefully we'll be watching and recording in person again soon. yes well
0: probably in a week um unless time oh yeah the show the show is
1: weekly and an hour and on at 10 p.m i'm hoping they'll move it earlier (laughs) me too but teen mom's on at nine (laughs) i was so tired by the end of the episode it was sad this weekday 10 p.m is that's tough for me
0: (laughs) i hear you um well thank you for listening and we will see you guys next week Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at one hit Pod. You can email us at franklymarebee at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at hey it's Mare B. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.